Okay, kids, let's go. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking about someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy Rose Watching Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're here to fuck around and talk about Star Wars. How are you? We are. We are. We are. I am Mopar. I'm Commander, Commander Cody, Yeah, one of the many famous clones of the Grand Army of the Republic, the best army in the galaxy. They are immensely superior to droids. Hey, (laughs) we are the best. You think? Um, Profoundly, I'm saying that, yes, we are. Oh, wow. You're, you're, well, you know, my argument was actually going to be the actual Mandalorian armor, or I'm sorry, the Mandalorian army, but essentially, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. As we're about to find out in season two of the best show ever made. But also the, uh, the great, the great war between the Jedi and the Sith, like thousands of years ago, I would probably take the Sith army, the Dark Brotherhood. Think so? I think they would wipe them out. All of them. As I have foreseen. Mopar knows all. I am omnipotent. Mopar knows all. Omnipotent and protrusions. Scribe um, of the galaxy. Mopar. Uh, <laughs> we all know it. We all know. <sighs> Thanks everyone for joining us. Obviously, uh, we are just a day or so past the release of Mandalorian season two. So that's going to be a big topic of discussion on this very fine evening that we're doing. Yeah. Obvious, uh, major spoilers. If you haven't seen at least the first episode, uh, yeah. steer clear. Yes. Stay clear. Which, come Turn on. Away. Why are you listening to a Star Wars podcast? Warning. If you haven't seen the episode yet, please. Severe tire damage ahead. Do if you not didn't wake enter. up at 6am and watch Mandalorian season two, episode one with your morning coffee. Are you even a Star Wars fan? That's the question that we need to answer by the end of this podcast. I watched it during lunch. Not true fandoms. Damn. Well, hirings are up for a new co-host position. Hirings. Applications will be accepted, but turned down because I've foreseen it again. If you're a clone, instant acceptance. All right. I've had enough. Yeah. Uh, So, obviously, we are going to be discussing the uh, fact that Spider-Man 3 is happening. It's official. Oh, did that get announced? Yeah, I... Uh, I almost brought it up last week because I heard... I was watching some of the Mr. Sunday um, videos on YouTube, and they've been talking about rumors of a like a live-action Spider-Verse kind of film. Uh, from my understanding, this is going to be Tom Holland. Uh, but... He, he received an iPad with the script. He received recently. an iPad? Or did they an send the script with... to his iPad? No, he received an iPad with the script. Oh, yeah, they probably have it, like, you know, offline so that he can't accidentally share it with anybody. Mm-hmm. Locked and secluded in a <laughs> legendary chest of honor. Um, yeah, honestly, uh, Glass Armor mentioned it, and I was like, wait, how was that even on the docket? I didn't realize that was even allowed, to be honest. Uh, I thought it was like a limited run with between Sony and 
Disney with, with the the rights of Spider-Man. Well, so. they're obviously making shit tons of money off of it, more than they were not making Spider-Man movies at all. So. Mm-hmm. 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 Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how the workings are, but uh, yeah, so you, we have something to look forward to. I'm sure two years on down the line, it, it might be released. So yeah, um, but you know, at least something's that's, in the that's works. Fun. Well, so. yeah, I think, and like I said, I think obviously they're not going to tell us what's going on yet. But I think the speculation is that Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire can come back with the multiverse as different variations of Spider-Man. So they're going to kind of incorporate some of the plot points of uh, Spider-Verse into this next live action film, which could be really interesting, you know, to see those guys come back. They've all been great Spider-Man, Spider-Mans. Do you think? I think so. I mean, Tobey Maguire, like, definitely doesn't look like a 19-year-old, but considering those movies back in, you know, early 2000s, I think they turned out pretty good. And I love Andrew Garfield, uh, like, the character of it, but this, those two movies were not that great. And then, of course, Tom Holland's perfect, so it's a good combination. Yeah, I think they they were all great for their own uh, for their time period. Um, That's yeah, a way Tom to say. McGuire, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, he's the worst one. He's a 30 year old man trying to play a teenager, and uh, Auntie M or whatever the name her name is, she isn't even hot. So why am I watching the show? You take Garfield over uh, Toby McGuire? Yes, easily. At least he's uh, like I don't know about attitude wise. Um, Andrew Garfield kind of felt like punky and like kind of half hip and with it. Right. Uh, just kind yeah, of, I mean, he, just he little, skateboards. Yeah. Like. He was just, yeah, I guess maybe it was, it was a skateboarding aspect. He just felt more <laughs> rebellious and like solidified as a, as a person. Yeah. Um, so that aspect, maybe not, but physically. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he's like a scrawny slut. I mean, I think Tom Holland's it is scrawny and short, you know? Um, well, I mean, but Andrew Garfield got, looked, got an eight pack, but. Scrawny as far as like he's not, you know, Francis Ngannou. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I uh, I think it's it's you are a very dumb person if you say uh <laughs> <laughs> Toby Maguire is your favorite. No, I mean everybody has nostalgia, you know, I don't want I don't want to play into it. So, um but I I haven't watched those old Spider-Man films and I won't. <laughs> I refuse. It ain't going to happen. I mean, if uh, at this point, if I want to watch a Spider-Man film, I'm e- watching the new ones. And if I want something different, I'm going to be doing like, I don't know, Civil War where he's in it. But fuck it. Yeah. Hey, I agree with you, man. Or Andrew Garfield. I'll, I'll go back because those were fun movies. Now, I never there were three under Andrew Garfield, right? No, nah, just two. They oh. next the third one because the second one with uh, Jamie Foxx as the electric guy was like so bad. Oh well, I, I'm I'm taken back then because I've only seen the the one with Andrew Garfield. Then, oh, I didn't even pull the trigger on the second one. See, I heard you. I think it was you and Tommy Boy were talking. There was like 14 enemies in that one, and you're like, yeah, it's kind of just a scramble. Well, so there's a couple things going on. There was two like main enemies in the movie, and then at the end they started teasing together like the Sinister Six. So there was like cameos at the end of the movie of how. Uh, I don't know the Spider-Man lore enough, but how the Goblin dude gets together, Rhino and uh, Vulture and Shocker and I don't know everybody's name. Shocker. (laughs) Shocker, Vulture, Scorpion. I don't know. I can't remember everybody. But anyways, he was trying to wrangle them all together like some some Suicide Squad situation at the end of the second one. Yeah. But 
Yeah. yeah. It is what yeah. it is. Now, did you... This is kind of a tangent, <laughs> but I, I just recently watched um, The Killing Joke, the animated movie. Uh, yeah. Did yeah. you ever watch it? You said yeah? I think I did. We talked about it like three years ago, and I'm trying to remember if I watched it or if I read the comic. Because you had a string where you were going hard on like Batman and Joker comics for a while. Yeah, I mean, I just kind of caught up. Yeah, I... <laughs> I want to be honest. I read the Killing Joke comic, and I was not as hyped as right. everyone made it out to be. Uh, it was fun and different, but yeah, uh, a little brutal. I will admit that because I mean, he the Joker shows up and basically paralyzes uh, Gordon's uh, daughter, right? Janice Joplin, whatever her name is, Catwoman, <laughs> Batman or Batwoman. Um, yes. Uh, but it's a pretty brutal scene because he takes pictures and there's a suggestion of rape in there and it's like, fuck, we just went off the rails here in yeah. DC land. Um, so that's why it was like it was it, it was like a turning point in in like just in comics, comics. In, yeah, comics in general. Like they yeah. were able to push the boundaries, but to like suggest rape and, and like crazy things like that. Um, it was great, but uh, yeah, I mean, long the the film was all right. I, I, yeah. They added a lot to it. It was weird. There was a sex scene which between Batwoman and Batman, and it was... That's weird. Well, at least I suggested, and that was not in the uh, the comic at all. So just a weird, weird additions. I don't, I don't Isn't know. Isn't there a part where he's running through a, a band in like, um, like theme park or something? Well, yeah. So the Joker essentially buys... He steals a theme park. This guy's like trying to sell it and he meets up with the guy and kills him. And nice. so he kind of takes over the theme park and has his minions running around like two-headed, four-tit beasts running around. And I'm not even kidding. There's just like munchkins running around. There's teapots and stuff. Um, <laughs> I think you're talking about Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> They're there too, yeah. Uh, Four-headed, three boobs and, and uh, fucking teapots running clockwork around. Clockwork and candlestick. They're there too. Um but uh, yeah, it's just it is it is weird, it, uh, and maybe it was something that just it was great as a comic, and the adaptation into a movie was just a little bit of a stretch. Um, and then obviously, like adding scenes to make it a film, yeah, it, it just didn't work quite as well. So that's all. That's all. Uh, what's up? Turkey sandwich says. Uh, so I shouldn't watch the Killing Joke with my mom in the room. Is that what you're saying? It's brutal. Uh, it's it about brutal. accurate. Look, Depends on look, how old your mom is, I guess. Look, I don't want to turn anybody away from watching any DC stuff because I think the primetime DC stuff is in the uh, animated uh, movies. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they've been doing that very well. So if you do want to dip your toes into something that's great under Batman or, or like Joker or any of that stuff, I would uh, do start with the DC uh, animated Animations. Films. So, yeah, and... It is a cool look. Like I guess maybe there was such high expectations with the comic, and they didn't meet it for me. And then watching the film, it was even less. So it was kind of just a downhill slope. But well, uh, it still was, holds up, I think. When when did this uh, goddamn comic come out? Eighties, I want to say mid eighties, eighty four. That explains a lot. Yeah, so that, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It was a turning point because it was so early on that, like before that, it was like. Spider-Man saves the day again. Woohoo! And then right. like and and then it got to that point where it was like uh March the, the Joker, 88. Yeah. Yeah, that comic is older than us. Yes. Yes. So, that well, I could I could totally see me getting let down by something like that when it was that old. That old. Yeah, we're old now. Um Yeah, I mean, 
for for me, basically just shitting on it, I would I would suggest to watch it. I mean, at least give it a try because it's it's a solid, disturbing, uh, and it, it it gives a little more backstory on the Joker. At least that another suggested origin story of the Joker. So right, um, yeah, it's always it's always good content. It just didn't land perfectly with me. That's all. Right. Well, that's cool. Well, at least you watched it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, did you watch any uh, horror films or anything? Uh, I watched, yeah, I watched Silence of the Lambs. Um, as our buddy Steve at Revenge of the 90s has been doing like, I think they did like 12 or 14 um, horror movies over the course of October. Oh, wow. So That's I was listening lot. to do a bunch of the old ones because like they did uh, like Urban Legend is like one of those like really goofy slasher movies. It's not that good, but so I didn't bother watching it. it, but I, I listened to their episode and I was just kind of like remembering parts of the movie and the faculty with uh, Josh Hartnett and um, and a bunch of other people were all hmm. they're at like a high school and all the uh, all the faculty starts turning into like alien slugs or something. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> It's awful, 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 awful. Yeah, I mean, the whole... <laughs> you lose me very quickly when you put, like, goblins and, like, <laughs> beasts in it. Like, it's really it's really bad because, like, that, that sort of thing can live in fantasy stuff. I yeah. don't know. I guess when, when you get to, like, fantasy horror, it's like, eh, it's a little disconnected. When the evil person is just a guy and it's just doing fucked up stuff, that's where it fucks with me. Or, right. like... Or if it's hyper religious and they're like nuns and demons and that—that's where it yeah. strikes a chord with me. Yeah. So you know, it was, it was nice to just kind of hear some of those old <clears throat> slashes that I used to watch back in the day. Uh, but anyways, that got me on a spur of movies, so I watched Silence of the Lambs. Was that well, your first a, viewing? I of guess that? not a spur of movies. I only watched two, but Silence of the Lambs and Sleepy Hollow. Was that your first Silence of the Lambs you, you've ever watched it? Oh no, I'd seen it before. Oh, okay. uh, it's just been a while. It's probably like my fifth or sixth time, but I hadn't that, seen uh, it in a couple of years. That movie holds up quite well. Oh man, it's it's so good. I forgot. It's like it's aside from being disturbing at the core level, it's just really really good. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, nineteen ninety one Silence of the Lambs. I actually, I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was a little older. I thought it was an eighties movie, but uh, yeah, ninety one's still back there. I mean, we're coming up on thirty years. Yep. Um, no, very, very solid movie. You know, one of my favorite movies has always been uh, The Shining, and I'll put that on. Actually, mm-hmm. I watched it last night. I just threw it on. You know, I pay attention to it here and there. Um, holds up very well in certain aspects, and then in other mm-hmm. aspects, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to hold it, uh, hold anything against it because that one was like 79, I want to say. That one was old. Yeah. Um, and the fact that they created – that was 1980, by the way. Uh, the Shining, um, but the fact that they created it based off of a book and still did that well uh, mm-hmm. is uh, is it's quite a stretch. So, yeah, um, I watched that one after I finished reading The Dark Tower because obviously it's based on Stephen King. So, I never read The Shining. I would like to. I've heard me too. you know the issues with people like you'll always get when there's a movie based on a book or vice versa. So people like one over the other, but I, it was pretty good. I wouldn't say it's like, I mean, it's probably like in like a top five. For horror, for me, shining, probably. Oh yeah, I think it's it's probably in my top two. I I love The Shining. It's just you watch it so much. It's like listening to Dark Side of the Moon. Jesus, I listen to it all the fucking time for a decade yeah. straight. I yeah. love it, but you know, you, you, you just it's a it's a it's a piece of your life, and you move on. It's nice to come back to it every once in a while. But thanks um, for the reminder. I got some records I need to take back to the back to the homestead. I've been listen listening to, to vinyls. Yeah, yeah, the Doors. You got to cue them up. <laughs> 
Doors. I was listening to uh, Blue Oyster Cult live. <laughs> really good. That's funny. I, I heard Godzilla the other day. I was like, you know who I yeah. haven't listened to in a while? <laughs> go, <Yeah>. go. <laughs> They're good, man. They're good. No, uh, Blue Oyster Cult's very uh, underrated. Uh, yeah. if, if anyone's like a metal fan, uh, they're 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 groovy. They're groovy and heavy. Very yeah. very cool. Uh, also watched uh, Sleepy Hollow, which is Tim Burton. That's the one with nineteen ninety nine. Judge Dread. Oh yeah, Johnny Depp. That's his name. Judge Dread. <laughs> Who are we? Who are we? I don't as know. A show? I've never what seen that happening? one. I've never seen that one because that's there's another one with he's in a window or something, right? <laughs> Johnny Depp. Isn't it called like the window? <laughs> he's in the window. Um, I don't know. He was in From Hell about Jack the Ripper. Is that it? He was in Sweeney Todd. Is that it? I love Sweeney Todd. I watch that. I haven't seen that actually. Quarterly. Um, <laughs> but Sleepy Hollow was crazy. It's got um, Dumbledore. It's got Johnny Depp. It's got Christina Ricci. It's got uh, ah. Emperor Palpatine. It's got Saruman. Whoa. Count it's got Dooku. Palpy in it? Oh, yeah. Everyone's in it. Ian, uh, I almost said Ian McKellen. Ian McDiarmid and Christopher Lee and uh, Michael Gambon and Johnny Depp. It's It's a crazy cast. And it's Tim Burton, and it's uh, scored by Danny Elfman. So it's almost like Tim Burton took like oh, all wow. the good stuff out of like Batman Returns and Gotham, and like made Sleepy Hollow like late 1700s America. It was really cool. Uh, a little goofy in parts. Oh, and uh, Christopher Walken is the headless horseman. Oh my god! When his head is on, and then when his head is off, and he's fucking everybody up. It's actually Ray Park, and I didn't know that until this watch through. Wow, because he's just in the suit, no head, walking around with like double axes and like fucking everybody's day up, and it was it was awesome. That was a nice trick. It's crazy, and I know like Harrison Ford's a part of this group, but it's crazy how like the actor becomes a character, and just like Johnny Depp, he is um, Jack Sparrow. It's yep. like he had been around for twenty years, and. He he just struck a chord with this character, and it's like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, he's in amazing stuff. I mean, yeah, Sleepy Hollow was like right before that. It was right on the verge. That's what I was actually just looking. Oh, here it is, nineteen ninety nine, Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, yeah. I like that old. So it did, it had a lot of spots. Obviously, I love Tim Burton style. Secret in moderation. window. I'm not Secret lying. window. Sorry, okay. sorry, right. sorry. You're good. It's okay. It's okay. I knew it was John. He had the makeup on, and the and the window was open. And then he's it always was closed, and he's a, a writer, or he murders people. I don't remember much of it. The window <laughs> One or the was there. other. That's most Johnny Depp movies. Is he a There's... pirate, or does he murder people? <laughs> or a little bit of both, yeah. Yeah, a little bit of both. Go ahead. Um, I was just saying it's it has like elements of uh, like a period piece as well, because it's late 1700s America. So he's in New York City for a little bit, and then he goes to Sleepy Hollow. So like the old school style, like medieval buildings, um, old like windmills, Horse and carriage, all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff, like really puts you in the zone. So it was cool. It's a good film. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how his um, his music career was going. I know he was like doing music stuff and doing shows, live shows. Um, very, very weird. You know, when you get to that point, why the fuck not? It's like go up on stage and play the guitar, do something, mm -hmm. dress up as, as a pirate, and play Hotel California. I don't give a shit. Like I'll come watch you. Yeah. Let's do it. Here, Dress here. up like Obi Wan and play Obi Wan. Free. I don't want to hear any more about Obi Wan. You think Obi Wan ever got hammered on Tatooine and started trailing off on stories? Just one time, I ever uh, got hammered? I would say, like, how often per week did he get hammered on Tatooine? <laughs> He's got nothing else to do. Just telling all the Jedi secrets to traitors and spice runners and. 
There's a crazy old guy. He thinks he was a Jedi laser sword boy. Yeah, he's a wild man. <laughs> Probably don't even know what Jedi are at yeah. that point. They the galaxy tends to forget about uh, you know immediately the, the galactic super police <laughs> after like three years. It oh, is pretty no, crazy. Never heard of Jedi? I don't know. No, what no. they've well, oh, so I mean, if you really want to get in, into it, there's only what, what do they call it? A thousand Jedi in the, all of the galaxy. So even when they were at their peak. It's like, what's your chances of coming across a Jedi? No, there's, they don't exist, dude. And then when they are wiped out, you're like, dude, that is kind of weird because it's like, it's almost like they're like hmm. a religious thing to an everyday person. Like, yeah. oh yeah, the Jedi are out there protecting us, doing stuff, but you know, you don't, you, they're not, you don't see them, you don't go come across them. Yeah, but I feel like their reputation would precede them, and I feel like they would become famous. If you think Old Republic through the downfall. Like they've been at the forefront of uh, politics almost in a way for a couple thousand years. So you feel like over that time, their legend would grow and everyone would know like about being a Jedi, even if they've never come across one. And you can't forget yeah, all that how shit much in like really, five years. How much do you really know about a Jedi? I, don't That's, know. I guess I, I don't know. It's a, it's a question for another time. Doesn't that piss you off? They'll just put that <laughs> shit in there and you'll, they'll never explain anything. <laughs> A good story for another time. No, Maz. I need to know now. Seriously, where are you hiding his hand? I don't care about the <laughs> lightsaber. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing KOTOR. Why is that? Um, because season two, episode one of The Mandalorian got me really hyped to play some KOTOR. We'll talk about that, but... I dove back in and I committed this time. Last time I tried to play, I told you I was going to do blasters only. And you made fun of me and I failed and I gave up. I this know. Time, I, I tried too. It's this impossible. Time, <laughs> <laughs> it's very possible. This time I'm not giving up. I'm doing pretty well. I'm on to, I went to Tatooine first after Dantooine. Um, I'm a scout and a Jedi Sentinel. And you I'm got using, all the way to Tatooine with just bat blasters? Yeah. Oh wow, that's that's further than I got. I I don't think I could get past like Davik. Something there I was are, doing, I couldn't get past Davik or something. There is something with the stats underneath, like behind the scenes, that you don't really know. Because last time I tried this, I tried to be a scoundrel because I thought if they have higher dexterity, I'll be more evasive when I'm being attacked. But for some reason, that wasn't the case, and I switched with Scout, and I did the same amount of stats, and I'm like basically not getting touched at all, which is crazy. Huh. So there must be something behind the scenes with the stats on each character class, but uh, and I've also been paying more attention to like how each weapon is set up and the upgrades and how that if, like what feats I'm using along with what weapon I have. Mm -hmm. um, I looked up like what the critical threat role actually like how it actually works. So I've been doing the sniper shot with Zelbar's bowcaster, and I have like a four and twenty chance to get a critical hit. So it happens like every four shots. And you get a critical hit, it does extra damage, and it stuns them. And then they just sit there like days for like 10 seconds. So I just oh, yeah. snipe blast everybody, and then everybody's, the rest of my team's just lighting them up. You think you're going to get past uh, <laughs> Malik? How are you going to beat Malik? Know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Or just anything on, on um, the Star Forge. Man, yeah. you're just obliterated. By every, every, it's so overwhelming. Even if you're good at like, if you just have an, a crazy power, it's just, it never ends. There's so many Sith and so many uh, droids. It's fun. Yeah. It's a, it's a good time. 
Yeah. It's we'll time. see. It's been going okay so far. Those three fucks that uh, accost you on Anchorhead, I killed them pretty easily. So uh, that bodes well. So we'll see what happens when I run into Darth Bandon for the second time. Yes, 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 yes. yes. In Kalinord. But it's been good, man. Cranked some load by Metallica. Listened to or played a KOTOR, had some coffee, windows open. It, it is. Day. So I, I want to ask if there's people out there that listen to music while they play games. Now, back in the day, I think it was probably a little more relevant because the music, well, KOTOR is not a good example. You could just put on a, like an album or a CD and just like fire up Mario or something that you don't necessarily have to listen to the game. Nowadays, it's a little more relevant where you kind of have to listen to the game because you might get fucked up from behind. Um, yeah. But uh, is there an album that you associate with a, a certain video game? I know, like Commander said, uh, Metallica's Load, which is probably one of their least popular albums, uh, but we we it was just that time. We listened to Load and played KOTOR for the first time, rambling through. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, let us know if, if you have something like that. Maybe that's why I'm doing so well with blasters, because I'm listening to Load. Hero of the day. Yeah, I uh, I know what you mean, especially about being listening to your surroundings, especially if you're playing a shooter. Like, you can't have music on with Overwatch, because I, I need to hear, like, all of my surroundings Yeah, to know what's going on. But I remember back in the day, I used to burn, or not burn, what's the opposite of that? I used to rip CDs to my Xbox, mm -hmm. and like I, while I was playing uh, Nazi Zombies, I would have like every time I die and Norma Jean and Under Oath or whatever playing. That's funny that you could do that back in the day. I do remember doing that where you could play um, like uh, a music player and then boot up a game, and it'll still play the music. Yeah, That's I think you so kind crazy. of can. Uh, like I tried to open Spotify on my Xbox and then go back to the game, and it was kind of working, but the I don't know. It was like it was blend. like stuttering in and out every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I just remember it working thoroughly on the old Xbox. Man, that original Xbox was way overpowered. They just they like it came limited Sash. from the factory. But I know uh, my fraternity brothers. They unlocked theirs, and it was banana strong. Like even a decade later, you could go back and play some crazy shit on yeah. on a, on an original Xbox, and the yeah. memory was. Unbelievable. I had never, 50, it always said 50,000 50, blocks or whatever that it said. Yeah. Always. It, it, yeah, you could have 40 games on there and be like, yeah, it didn't budge. Yeah, I ain't doing shit now. Because <laughs> I, 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 I went to school, joined a fraternity, and then I, they kept telling me about their unlocked Xboxes. And I was like, what yeah. the fuck does that mean? Like a jailbroken, yeah. And that, yeah, they would, they would load up the, they start the Xbox and it would be a brand new menu screen. And it'd be like movies, games, blah, 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 music all the way down. And be like, what the fuck? They, and then they loaded complete DVDs and complete, like, they were yeah, it's basically like a years. PC. Yeah, yeah, it was like 20 years ahead of their time. They were just <laughs> downloading entire movies onto their Xboxes. It was crazy. It was cool. It's cool. Are you, uh, I think we did talk about this a couple weeks ago, but are you doing anything with the new consoles next week? No. Or in two weeks? Are you just going to wait a while? I'll probably wait. Yeah, there's got to be, I imagine, some type of buy-in, discount, something coming up. I heard from someone, and I haven't verified this yet, but for the one Series S, which is the cheaper one, that they're bundling a monthly payment of the console in with the Game Pass subscription. So like instead of paying 15 for Game Pass, you can pay 35 a month 
Until like for off. two years and like pay off the Xbox and have Game Pass over the course of like two years. That's so weird. Very weird. Huh. But you know, I you mentioned just buying the the digital only the S. Yeah, that's and what I'm I looked thinking. at it, and the specs are way less. It's not. It's it's they quite a be. bit. It's quite a bit less. Yeah, I would I would make think, sure you look up the specs because I was looking at it, and one of them was like, it's like forty percent slower. It was something I, ridiculous. I don't think it's slower. I think it's just the graphics card is less on the One S. Oh, so okay. it it'll run in. Uh, I thought that it'll basically the base the difference is like. The Series S runs full 2K, and the Series X runs in full 4K. Oh, that's I think that's half. like the main that's difference. 50%. That's what, exactly what I said. Yeah, but I don't even have a 2K TV. <laughs> that's true, but you Let might. alone a 4K TV. Isn't it time to get a TV? Maybe, but I don't play <laughs> games on my large TV in the living room. I play games on my gaming monitor. Well, you know what What our dumbasses would do? We get 4K and get the X and then play KOTOR on it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I want to go back and play Super Star Wars on my new Xbox Series I just Xbox want to see Candarissa's square face on my screen. <laughs> full, full HD, please. I'm, well, I'm worried about my Xbox. It feels like every time I play it, it feels like it's struggling to keep up. Yeah, I, my mind makes noises that I'm like, oh, yeah. that's like, it's it's not. You know, I always have my uh, my Xbox not near anything. As much air as it needs. Like, right. it, I don't put anything near it. <laughs> and the other day it was like, oh. Like, like, <laughs> it coughed on me one. Oh Jesus! Spit all that dust back out. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's hard because it, like I can't. I don't know how to clean it up like I do with a computer. You know what I mean? But I keep it like under seventy percent storage, and I you know turn it off, reset it like once a week, and it seems to be okay. It's never like bricked on me, but it just it feels like it's struggling sometimes. Like when I'm trying to. If I haven't quit all my other games and they're still like kind of open in the background, I can feel it like really struggling. So, I don't know. See, I always feel like it's my internet's the thing. And while my Xbox struggles a little bit, uh, it's not as nearly as much my internet going going in and out. We yeah. saw one snowflake today and it was like, oh God. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Do you have, uh, do you have your hard, hardwired, your Xbox? I don't because my, my internet, my cable aux is upstairs. So, I have... My uh, router plugged in upstairs. So Interesting. There is an aux port downstairs, but for whatever reason, it gets no signal. So I, I don't know what to do. So yeah, oh. it is. Uh, it is on the Wi-Fi's. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Cameron says uh, the Series S is roughly half as powerful as the X, but you won't notice it unless you're a robot, which I am, uh, and you have stupidly expensive TV. Yeah, I mean it's a good point, but you know if we're if I'm spending that much money on a new system, it better. Be able to live up to the future technologies. True, true. Yeah. You know, five years from now, when I'm still running the same old fucking thing, 8K exactly. is going to be like a little more normalized. So I'm sure 8K, I, whatever, 30K, whatever it is nowadays. <laughs> oh, so they have the yeah, they have the monthly yeah. You can just pay monthly for it. That's crazy. I think that's what everyone's going towards. Basically, what is it? What the full series? The X is what like 600. Uh, I don't know. The storage, I'm just, the storage I was just is going half? to like the compare storage is half, but that you can expand them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a four four terabyte thing in mind right now. I'll just use that same thing. Frame rate's the same on both. Frame rate. Processor. Teraflops. Not even fucking close. I don't even know what a teraflop does. It's as what many times mean? as you could. If you throw a grenade, <laughs> it flops around. This gives you twelve flops. <laughs> See, but this, to- the gaming, the go down one, the gaming resolution 4k is 
is that that's four times as much as just the the fourteen, right? That's four times as ten eighty. This is double ten eighty. Oh well, that's one hundred fifty percent ten eighty. Wait, yeah, true. Oh, sorry. Four K is four times seven twenty. My bad. Okay. And this is two K, so it's double seven twenty. It doesn't make any sense because two K is two thousand. That's not two thousand, and that's not four thousand. They're all lying to us. God damn it, guys. We're near the end. Oh, that's the other thing. I have Blu-rays. I do have a, quite a few Blu-rays that yeah. I do play or that I do use. So like I, watch movies? Yeah, I can't. I have to get that. Yeah. Well, I guess my question then is like what the fuck a teraflop is. That'll kind of be my deciding <laughs> factor. <laughs> Regardless of what it is, it's it's three times as much as the, the processing power. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. If I want to listen to Load and play KOTOR... And download some updates all at once. Let's fucking do it. I guess. I assume it's like $200 cheaper, the S, as opposed to the X. So I'm assuming it's like $400 and $600. Stop with this fancy shit. Tell me what the price is. God damn it. Order one sequentially. Just, yeah, Google. Google it. Trying my Zoom windows in the way. I'm sure if we just peek over at the goddamn $500 to $250. Wait, $250 for the S? Uh, this says two ninety nine for the S, and then four ninety nine for the X. So, so two hundred bucks for those three teraflop, or for those eight teraflops. Yeah, but eight teraflops compared to four. It's not just a little bit. The other thing is, I can't. It, uh, the Blu-ray thing is is the staple, is the nail in the coffin. I can't. I have so many. Like all of my Star Wars is are on Blu-rays. All the Harry Potters. All the yeah, that's true. I just, you know, I have to That's have. That's true. I know. I Most know. Uh, now, I am. I'm. I'm loading up. I'm. I'm. I'm getting a good uh, uh, movie library. I just bought Beetlejuice because it was on sale. I haven't watched that in a while. Um, the uh, Cameron Diaz one, or hmm. the uh, what's his name? <laughs> Michael the, Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yeah. That's also Tim Burton. Yes, yeah. yeah. No, that's a, that's a classic. I just bought that, and then I just bought uh, actually the the newest Halloween. Nice. The, the nice, the the new Thrasher, because they were both on sale with the Halloween. Yeah, I, I'm excited to jump into those. So, uh, what was I just going to ask you? Balls. So, when you buy a Blu-ray, most often it comes with the digital download version as well. Is that correct? If you I feel buy like, it that way, because I feel like with new Star Wars stuff, I'll often get the Blu-ray for a collect, like just to oh. have a collectible, and then if it comes with a download card, I'll actually watch it like digitally. Well, I like, think, I, don't, like, I don't pop the Blu-ray in. Right, right. So if you buy the special edition, which, you know, obviously you probably would be already. But, like, yeah. you're buying a $25, $30 Blu-ray, and yeah. then it'll probably come with a digital version, yeah. Yeah, because I feel like I would just prefer to do that. However, it's, actually, I, yeah. it's actually what happened with the the Shining movie that I got. Uh, um, Tommy Boy was like, hey, I already have this digitally, and I bought the, the DVD. I don't need the... So I, I entered it into my Xbox, and it... Booted it right up. Perfect. Yeah. Download. Hmm. Download Supreme. Maybe I'll do that. Download Supreme. Maybe I'll do that. I don't know. Because yeah. I got the only Blu-rays I have are the Harry Potter series, Lord of the Rings series, Star Wars series, and then I think I have Interstellar, Interstellar and <laughs> The Dark Knight. We all have Interstellar. I have The Dark Knight too. Actually, I have all the the Dark Knight series. Yeah. So it's just those two. Yeah. Uh, the other ones that I have, I do have like The Godfather. I have the full Godfather set. Nice. Um, yeah, it's just oddball stuff. You know, I don't. It is. It's kind of a pain. It's the same as as the as the games. Like I have to yeah. just get up and put my shit in now. Like oh, my Overwatch is like the one DVD or the CD that I have left that I have to yeah. put in. Yeah. And it's like, oh my 
God, I gotta fucking put this in. We just watched a movie the other day. I put it in a movie. I got Shrek in there. I gotta I eject Shrek. <laughs> And then put in Overwatch and oh my god! You go back five years. Can you imagine complaining about putting a disc in your Xbox? <laughs> like that's Dude, how I things progress. Said, and now, like having to put a disc in is like so egregious. I Dude, can't even believe it. I just said unlocked original Xboxes. You could have full movies and everything already <laughs> downloaded on it. I'm telling you, it was 20 years ahead of its time. It was crazy. Early 2000s. That was the time to be alive, man. I'd love to see what a original Xbox could do today and how it would compete with the with the new stuff. Obviously, the graphics wouldn't be there, but I don't ever remember having a single issue with the original Xbox. It would just it was just a fucking workhorse. Um, I do, but it would it would. I guess that would be the game's fault, not the Xbox's fault. Like Kotor glitched all the time. Yeah, but Kotor's glitchy. People showed it's up not in the their Xboxes. heads. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Once I a car got stuck in between. Like the 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 apartments were a big ring. He got stuck yeah. in between where there's no map, and I became him, and it was just empty space. I was I like, "What the fuck?" Him. Well, you know how you can change characters. I know it just sounds so crazy to hear. I became, I became him, and he was I don't know where he was. <laughs> I don't know. He's floating. He was all over the place. Yeah. So uh, we we got to get into this, Mando. Everybody's already shut this shit I off. I know. So. Brandon, farm boy, turkey sandwich, Jared. We'll, we'll talk about it. Carlos, welcome everybody. Welcome. welcome Thanks welcome. for. Chilling out in the chat. Uh, Farm Boy said, or someone said, superhero talk is an appetizer before a Star Wars conversation, is what Brendan said. Yeah. So, that's a yeah. good way. It's either superheroes or pizza or Xboxes. Xboxes, yeah. We got to save the good stuff for lies. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I can't really, not much else is, is, is going on. I, I've been, uh, it did snow today. Which is it weird. I know you said it was trying. Tried to. We we had snow. Well, I call it snow accumulation. Snow was on the ground and it wasn't melting immediately. Uh, it's probably gone now. But uh, so that that started today here. Uh, I saw like Wisconsin got actually hit. It's like mm-hmm. they've got inches of snow on the ground. I don't know if it lasted. Probably not. But um, we're we're getting there. It's already November today as we're as we're recording today. November first. Um, yes. Happy Halloween. Yesterday. Uh, do you remember those little MP3 players called Hit Clips? Uh, I don't think so. That's all I wanted to ask. I didn't have... <laughs> what was, was your first CD? My first CD? Yes. I don't know my first true... Hmm. I have two of them that I... I, it, I don't remember which one was first, but I remember buying two of them. I want to say it was uh, uh, Will Smith. Willennium. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's <laughs> and good. I was back. I was into the the boy bands and like Britney Spears back then. So it's probably, probably like Britney Spears and then Will Smith, Willennium. Yeah. yeah, you know what's really weird? I, I had a very weird upbringing. Not upbringing, but <laughs> yes, was, we know Mopar. <laughs> I'm not a normal kid. You I'm see, pretty fucked up, guys. Uh, no, with music, it was really weird because. Like I, I started off. Obviously, our parents, your your dad, my dad, listened to the same shit. It was like Sabbath, Zeppelin, all of it. Yeah. Um. So that was kind of just in the background, regardless if I liked it early on or or, or not, or if I would ever warm up to it. But yeah. uh, I remember I listened to "Carry On My Wayward Son." We had a record 
That was the only record left, and we had a record player upstairs in the attic. They all deteriorated, and, and it, there was just we, one well, left. I, when I was a child, I tap danced on all of them. I set them up as like a dance floor because I was just a kid. I had no idea what they were, and I literally jumped up and down on, on all of them, not knowing. <laughs> so I destroyed my parents' entire record collection. Um, but the one that survived was a that Kansas. Well, there was a Kansas album, and it had "Carry On My Wayward Son." And I, w- I mean, I'm talking probably five, six years old. I would go up there and I knew exactly where that song started. And I would put the needle there and just listen to it on repeat for hours up there. Yeah. And then from there, I didn't listen to anything for like two years. I, it was <laughs> A weird. void of no music. <laughs> I, it was like, I don't, I, I just wasn't into music like that yet. And yeah, uh, it takes it, some time. It, it does. And, it, and then, you know, at some point, you know, you start asking. I, I, I went out to my dad's garage where they hang out. And I was like, hey, you have any albums that I could just, or li- CDs that I can listen to? And he handed me like Diary of a Madman by Ozzy. <laughs> and uh, it was either bl- the Black Album or Load, one of those two. And that's where it really fucking took off. But I remember having a conversation with another kid my age, and he asked me, what, what music do you listen to? And I had no answer for right. it. Right. It was like, like I'm in, too young, that, dude. It, it was that like in between phase where I was like, it's carrying my wayward son or nothing. Like, I don't know. Right. Yes, Maybe the Lion, King, the Lion King theme. I don't like, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, it was just a, a weird thing. That's fine. But uh, yeah. I do remember it was one of the two. It was either a Savage Garden album CD, <laughs> which is, it's, that's embarrassing. No. Um, or the other one was the uh, Godzilla soundtrack that yes. had Puff Daddy with the Puff on Daddy it. song with the cashmere yeah. sample yeah Cash, such a yeah. dope tune it was one of those two I want to say my first one was probably Savage Garden but soon after I bought that uh, I remember we were at, in an airport and there was like a CD like an FYE in the airport and I went and spent my money spent $20 on this on this CD and my dad was like you sure you want to spend $20 it's a lot I'm like fuck yeah it's Godzilla and Puff Daddy is what I need <laughs> For twenty dollars, yes. I'll, 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 I'd spend fifty, motherfucker. That's what oh, I said. Oh man, what a trip down memory lane. Yeah, that song was so good, and that gives you an idea how old I was already. That that came out in nineteen ninety eight, so I was already ten, still yeah. struggling with uh, awesome. CDs. I have a vivid memory. This wasn't my first CD by any means, but I do remember when I was started to really get into music. Like my twelfth birthday, maybe I asked for a bunch of CDs, and one of them was uh, Californication. By Chili Peppers, and I listen to that like on repeat. That's one of my favorite albums over of all and time. Over and over and over and over. I say that now, but that used to be one of my favorite albums of all time. I listen like even the in between songs that aren't that famous were yeah. really fucking good. Yeah. yeah, that was a great album. Uh, what's like the first track? It's like Around the World. Around the World, and then yeah. So good. Also, if so. I would definitely recommend. This is becoming music pod squads. Um, <laughs> it's okay. No, if if you like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but it's like a little too pop for you, go back and they are super funky. They're super like punk almost, and it's groovy as fuck. Their early stuff is crazy. It's really yeah. really fun. Uh, they did become a little more radio rock as they they got they got older, but um, their early stuff. Some of their early albums is like in the eighties. Like they're that old. It's like mid mid to late eighties. Man, I think the I'm one of the memories. What's just the one? Back. It's like blood, sex, and candy or some shit. Oh, uh, blood, like, sex, sugar, magic. Yeah, that's one yeah. of the fir- first albums. That, I listened to that a little while ago. Uh, funky, blood, funky sugar, stuff. sex, magic. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's the one that's got. Uh, shit, 
It just slipped my mind. I can't think of it. Kill Young Wings in half. Give it away, I think, maybe. <laughs> oh, Anyways. it might be, yeah. That it was it might might have been in that. Yeah, we used to was... cover one of those songs. I think it was Give It Away. Yeah. Anyways, Squadron Music Cast. <laughs> back to back to the lightsabers. Actually, no lightsabers in this. Uh the Mandalorian, guys. I have one more thing to say about music. Yeah. I, I remember before I got a Walkman having a cassette player. And it was another Will Smith album, whatever was before Millennium that had Miami and getting jiggy with it. Oh, that I was the one I that. thought. Oh, no, there Millennium was one after was. that. It was like 2000 and it was called Millennium. Oh, yeah. Miami, getting jiggy with it. Nah, 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 the bitch, yes. <laughs> Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, oh, Millennium. Big Style was the first one. That's, yeah, that's the one I had. Yep. Yeah, so I had that on cassette, and then one Christmas I got an upgrade and I got a Walkman with the CD and Willennium. Isn't like the bonus so song funny. on uh, that that album? It's the Men in Black, where he's dancing uh, at the end. I can't remember. Yes, at the first one, yes, the end of it was Men Where's in Black. Where's the Men yeah. in? Where's the Men in? Family Matters or something? I don't. Good shit, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you ever see the new Men in Black? No, Jesus. What do you think? Come on. I don't know. I don't know. They had Lexus in it. Who? Lexus. One of the cars. Lexus. That's what their cars were. Like their fancy, like transformation alien cars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I didn't watch it. I just knew that. Isn't that funny the how it's probably a better movie now, but that nostalgia factor. It's ne- it's undefeated, regardless of who you are. The way you remember it, the way you remember it is much better. That's how it is. Yeah. It's rare when, it's rare that you go back and watch something that you hold in high regard and it turns out to be better than you remember. It's very rare. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, it's rare that you actually go back and watch it and then you hate it. I would say. Even if it doesn't hold up to your expectations, you're usually just like, oh, well, I can still appreciate it from back when I was a kid. Right. There's been a couple, like, I feel like I watched, I went back and watched Space Jam and, I didn't think it held up very well at all. That's funny because I thought that one wasn't as bad. I could be remembering it wrong. <laughs> my recent memories are worse than my my past <laughs> memories, my future memories. I, I finished uh, Last <laughs> Dance finally on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's good shit. That'll, that'll do it. That will does it. I, I was just saying about my future memories are going to be much better than my past memories. They can be. That sounds you get, like you get uh, to decide your future memories. Your past memories are already stuck. That sounds like a Yogi Berra. Do you know you know who that is? The old baseball player. The old, yeah, baseball guy. He, he had crazy quotes. The future ain't what it used to be. <laughs> what? That sounds fuck? like something your drunk uncle would say. Yeah, he <laughs> had. Like, he, Thanks, Yogi. You, you look up Yogi Berra quotes, and they're they're off the wall. It's so fucking funny. He, he basically is Yoda. Yeah, yeah. Yogi Berra quotes. Yo, Yogi, Yogi, I typed in Yogi Berra, and the first uh, suggestion was quotes. Yes, he has some crazy quotes. There's probably, just, all, there's probably all inspirational ones, though. Bring it bring it up. Let, let's see the, the list. <laughs> if you, I don't know if these are like accurate or attributed or what. If you don't know where you're going, you might wind up someplace else. <laughs> thank, thank you. Oh, right hey. here. Uh, when you come to a fork in the road, take it. What? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, he had, some, he had some really, really good ones. This is ridiculous. If the world were perfect, it wouldn't be. I don't... <laughs> Just go throw the ball, man. Just throw the need, ball. I don't need your inspiration. <laughs> it ain't over till it's over. Yeah, that's where that came from. You can yes, observe that a lot. That is accurate. You can observe a lot by watching. What? Thank you. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Thank you. I think they need to 
I think they need to create a Star Wars character based on Yogi Berra. Yes. Yes, I agree. That's what I think. Ryan Johnson, you listening? Baby Yogi Berra. I know you're listening. All right. Can we talk about Mandalorian? Star Wars. Wars. We're we're getting there, guys. Spoilers. Um, From this point on, if you've been listening, if you haven't seen the episode, watch the episode. We're going to talk spoilers. This is your official warning. I don't want to hear any whining after the fact. We don't hear any whining, so it doesn't fucking matter. That's true. Good day, Galaxy. Uh, so episode, the, what was the actual episode called? Uh, it just said chapter nine, as far as I could see. Oh, really? I didn't know if it was like the blank or something. The beast. Let's take a peek here. The boba. Uh, it says the marshal. Yes. The marshal. The marshal. I don't I know do- where those come from, because I was looking at the uh, like the episode listing on Disney+, Plus, and it just said chapter nine. But now I'm seeing here on the um, episode list on Wikipedia mm. that they're all from the uh, first season. They're all labeled the Mandalorian, the child, the sin, the sanctuary, the gunslinger. And yep. yeah, so chapter nine is called the Marshall. Um, fun. It's a fun episode. There's a lot in there. It connects basically all of Star Wars. This is like <laughs> the glue episode that'll make your it'll make KOTOR fans. It'll make prequel fans of original trilogy they shoved everything they could in this yeah they made did a it lot. mesh very well uh the nice thing is you know the, some of the stuff i like the pit droids it wasn't like they were uh shown first in this episode they had been we've seen them yeah but um mando, yeah mando has a, a favorite uh docking attendant now on tatooine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who i can't stand but it was fine. Really? <laughs> yeah. She's kind of like a, a what's her face from Cheers, the the snarky, <laughs> the snarky. Yes. Yeah, she just took me out of it a little bit. I don't know. I could be yeah. wrong. No, I I feel, I feel it. She she feels like a, a. It's kind of funny saying this, but she feels just like a, a character in like a movie rather than a, a space fantasy. Like she's she doesn't not, feel in universe. She's not kooky enough. Like she's just like a talkative yeah. person. That's yeah. it. Yeah, she's like your aunt. Yeah, very, very cool. Um, <laughs> no, that's not what I was saying. I, I don't want to walk through it scene by scene, but um, yeah, they we should. That's usually a good way right, to go. Scene one, where he's scene walking one, through. Go. So this is why I got inspired to play Kotor again because he started off and he's in this world. I don't even know what the name of the world is. I don't think it's. But he's going yet. to yeah. to meet this sleazy guy who's in the middle of a boxing match between Gamorians. And I just felt like Terrace Undercity vibes walking through that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the graffiti kind of sets the vibe. You know, I watched it twice. Uh, the first time, I didn't even see the red eyeballs floating. I was focusing so much on the graffiti. Yeah, um, I didn't see those until he leaves the dude. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So they do hint at those. There's there's like demons in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I didn't see that until the second time because I was I was really focusing like what what what's what's hidden in the graffiti like you see a little bit of C three PO maybe some stormtrooper esque stuff yeah um, someone suggested there was a, a rebel emblem or logo in there somewhere I couldn't find it possibly and, and then uh, yeah yeah so Undercity Terrace esque um, does it mirror the exact first episode of season one where he gets into basically a bar fight and fucks everybody up <laughs> yep. Uh, also totally got um, the fighting ring or the dueling ring vibes from them the Gamorreans just duking it out what I screamed once, once one of them died I screamed it's over the fight is over the fight is over that's all I could think of yeah no I uh, you know 
Star Wars has never been the smoothest um, <laughs> of storytelling. We just talked about falling in love with the show from the very first like glimpse no, uh, well, of anything no. on screen. What do you it's, mean smoothest? It's it's quirky to to a fault. Like it, they they purposely put stuff in there. Um, I don't know. It's you know to. I'm not saying it doesn't make sense. It's just like this is very Star Wars. Like there's there there. Oh, what else can we put it? Well, two Gamorreans. Well, we'll have them fighting in a ring. But that's, it's also like mafia or western. Like if you were going to a mafia meeting in Vegas, he would be like, "Oh, there's a fight tonight. Come, I got you a seat." Meet me, at and the you fight. would sit down yeah. and like talk business during the boxing match. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I don't think it's uh, it's just I guess clunky as far as putting <laughs> stuff right in front of us. And, and You're talking yourself out of yourself. Yeah, right I don't now. really like the episode at all. I love everything about it. It's clunky. <laughs> <laughs> well, that Star Wars is fun. That's how, that's what you know. For all its faults, it's that's why we yeah, love it. It's um, good. It is fun. It, it does mirror. Uh, and I just I just thought of that. Like the very first episode, walks right in is clearly an outsider, even though he's like uh, sitting next to the the guy who's running the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, everybody's got his eye on him. And uh, yeah, I mean. Things go awry pretty fucking quickly. He takes care of business and hangs the dude by his feet. Lets yep. the the devil monsters eat him. Yep. Supposedly. Um. And uh, this was this was all to kick off the season in a in a information finding way. All he's looking yeah. for is a, a Mandalorian, and this this guy knows of one. Isn't yep. that kind of a weird, crazy thing that even, we talk about Jedi being rare? This guy has to go to a, a, a world just to find information about a Mandalorian. Right. Well, um, they've been underground. There's something that happens between Clone Wars and Rebels with the Mandalorians that we haven't really seen yet that forces them to go underground. Yeah. And it has something to do with the Empire fucking up Mandalore, and that's why um, Grand Moff, what's-his-face, that's, that's why he knows who the Mando is. Yeah. Yeah. But, yes. So, hopefully, we'll see that one day. Hmm. Yeah. So they say uh, Tatooine. Ta- how do they how do they pronounce it? Tatooine. Ta- Tatooine. Yeah, it's not a it's not a a hard T like a tattoo. It's a Tatooine. 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 Meet you the rendezvous point on Tatooine. Yeah, that's what I think of. Yeah. So immediately you hear Mandalorian, you hear Tatooine, you're like, oh, it's Boba fucking fat, obviously. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. And I was like, is he popping up in episode one? What? Yeah. Yeah, and. Uh, it was fun. It, you, it was, once you get to Tatooine, uh, you know, we see f- similar characters. We see the the pit droids. We see the the woman at, at the, uh, the the gate or the docking bay. Yeah. Um, some familiar faces, even though we've only seen a snippet of them. Uh, yeah. We see R four or R five. Thank you. Yeah. Um, we see we see his gunked up motivator on the top <laughs> of his. I mean, the the, the attention to detail. It's got a bad motivator. It's so ridiculous that they do something. I mean, we're talking. F- 40 some years later, 40, yeah. 45 years later. Yeah. The fact that they're doing that, 45 years later, what are we going to put in this? Fucking R5. And look, look his motivator's still fucked up. <laughs> it's still fucked up, dude. So it's it's something that it, it binds brand new Baby Yoda lovers only and us hardcore shits that <laughs> y- y- you, look at, you look at the smallest little details <laughs> that don't mean a fucking thing. They really yes. don't mean anything. Like the right. fact that this is R five and his motivator is so fucked up has nothing to do with the story, but right. he's there and you made that connection because you're a douchebag. And they do it in such a way that 
brand new people can just fall in love with the show and that doesn't matter. That's just a droid with information. Exactly. But to everybody, and it doesn't detract, but for everybody else, it's like, oh God, that's R4 or R5 from uh, A New Hope. So... I mean, they got they got some sort of formula worked out over there. Those, there, those, there those Disney formula. fellas. There is a list somewhere that they can just pull from. They're like droids available. Let me pick this one. We'll pull that from this <laughs> this cartoon. They're still alive during this time point. Oh, he oh he's got three legs now. Oh, we'll we'll we'll, we'll do a whole backstory <laughs> how he got an additional leg right. added on by this junker. Like the, the, it's just crazy the connections. Well, so. I've always I've often wondered about uh, Star Wars and also about Marvel if they have like. Just an information guy or girl that's on set, just saying like, "Oh, you had to tweak that because in the comics he actually he actually died already, so you can't use that character." Like, I wonder if there's somebody just kind of like keeping up with canon that's like on set, kind of fixing all that shit. Guaranteed, there's a Google Drive that they can go into <laughs> and search a character's name and every inkling and wherever they've been shown up, and you can just well, do. Drew said re- that when we interviewed Drew, he said they called it the the holocron. Oh, really? But this was back when he was working on KOTOR, so like 2001 and two. I'm sure it's a lot more formal now. But yeah, what if they do just have like a Google document and it's just like a ref, it's like a list of characters? Yeah. Like something super basic. Spreadsheet. What is it? Like F- F10 search. Like, let's yeah. Darth <laughs> Maul. <laughs> just have an Excel sheet with all the characters. Yeah. Um, anyways, so yeah, we're back on Tatooine. What, what was your, what was, so step one. Yeah. What it, what it was your th- initial thought when you heard Tatooine? Were you like, of course? Were you like, fuck yes? <laughs> See, this time I didn't complain because he's looking for a Mandalorian. So I was like, oh, we're going to get right into the Boba Fett action. And I've been waiting for this since, basically since Attack of the Clones. I've been waiting to see Boba Fett again. Well, you know what? I just made a connection and it might just be idiotic of me. But when, when he was on Tatooine in the, the original season... That mm-hmm. was Boba Fett standing over him, or at the end. Yeah, I guess that that's kind of what was hinted at. That's the assumption, we, yeah. Since he didn't have his armor, we didn't, we couldn't tell, and that was the rumor. And I guess now, well, I guess we're jumping to the very end of the episode. But now, seeing that he's there and he knows that people are looking for him, then I would assume that that was him back in episode four or whatever it was. Well, I, I mean, I guess, I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of going through my head because I just made that connection. Um. He's seen the Mandalorian in action. He's seen mm-hmm. how he works. He's seen, you know, the aftermath of what he's done. Because he, he left that kid for dead, didn't he? And didn't they kill the... How did that that episode end? She lived, but the kid he left. He left um, that young bounty hunter to, like, watch her. Yeah. And she was trying to, like, talk him out of it. And he ends up killing her. He kills her? I thought she killed him. Nah, he kills her, I think. I'm pretty sure. Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, man. Because she was out. trying to play like the, you know the Mando's going to turn on you as soon as you get back or whatever. And she was trying to like trick him. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he Bad wasn't enough. falling for it. And he just capped her. Nice. As far as I recall. Yeah. But yeah, so that was the rumor. Um, I guess you could say it's like softly confirmed that that was Boba Fett all along. What's So what's your thoughts uh, about Boba Fett? First of all, just... Uh, living through the Sarlacc pit. Like, it's always oh, been I'm, out there, but... Yeah, I'm very happy. Are you? I am. I, I really, really am. I really fucking am. You can't... Listen, clone hype for me, you can't really top it. Um, honestly, I've been waiting for this moment for a while. We had... Uh, 
Boba and Django in the prequels. And then we obviously had a lot of cool Boba Fett stuff in the um, <sighs> Legacy of the Force books. And then Disney uncanonized everything. And now we've kind of been waiting for that official stamp. Is Boba Fett actually alive or dead? And I also want to know if Boba Fett's officially a Mandalorian or not. So those are the two things that are going to get answered in this, this show right now. So well, I'm very excited. Brennan Quinn just asked, uh, any thoughts on, uh, on the whole thing that Boba Fett was only listed for one episode, the, the actor? Um, what if... That's they all did. he is. Well, that's what. Yeah. What if that was it? That uh, the reason they wanted to do that was just to show that Boba Fett's still alive, or suggest that that's. I really hope not. My guess would be they only put one episode listed just because they were trying not to give anything away. Mm -hmm. That's still my guess, and they'll probably update it once the episode releases. Do you think Boba Fett will leave planet? Like he, at this point, he's tracking Din Djarin because he's got his his. Uh, Let's just say Boba Fett hasn't been able to track down his own goddamn armor. I mean, when you're armorless and you lose well, all of Well, he's probably your... been keeping tabs on that marshal mm, who yeah. has his armor from the Jawas, and he's just probably waiting for the right time. Yeah. Okay. I thought that was really cool. What? Just the marshal, like, as a character, Cobb Vanth or whatever. I, yeah. I didn't read the aftermath, so I don't know about him, but I just thought he was cool, and Timothy Oliphant, like, played that part perfectly. <laughs> I didn't think it was that great. I do like I do like the character of of the marshal. I didn't think uh, his portrayal of it was that great, but um, I think it I worked. Mean, I think it worked very well. I, when they when they first showed the Boba Fett armor on mm -hmm. the marshal, I thought, "What a goofy looking fuck!" Like this is right. clearly not Boba Fett. <laughs> right, right. And I was like, I hope someone else looks better in this in this suit because he looked so scrawny. Yep. And the the armor looked like it wouldn't do a fucking thing. Like we've well, gotten then, we've gotten so used to Din Djarin's being so effective and it's like bulkier. Yeah. But both that's armor he's like got a full slim. kit too. Yeah. Well, yeah, cuz you're first drawn to the helmet and you're like, "Oh shit." And then you start to like get the rest of it and all he has is the chest, the helmet and like two shoulder pads. The rest of it's been I don't know, they didn't salvage it, I guess. So he's just kind of like hodgepodge it together with some other shit. Yeah. Well, I, he also mentioned because does he have the forearm stuff? Like the is there brace? Yeah, because there's there's bracer stuff. He also well, I noticed the, uh, the the chest plate had the the numbers. The little digital pad was still working. The stock market, you could see where the Dow Jones was at. It, it the ticker <laughs> up twenty percent. Oh yeah, he does have the uh, the gauntlets because that's how he can control like the the jetpack and the missile. Well, so yeah, we're jumping all around, guys. Just hold on to your butts. It's okay. What about the fact that they showed the missile being used? Oh, yeah. That was amazing. Twice. Now, a lot of stuff I... I look, guys, even if I say it's forced, even if it's fan service stuff, I still enjoy it. It's fucking awesome. That was one thing that they put in there that I didn't even expect them to do, and I was like, holy shit, yes, give me more of that. Like, the fact yep. that the, it's actually a usable rocket. Also, where do you get supply rockets? Well, they've done that rockets? once before. <laughs> they've done that once before. What's that? Django shoots it in uh, Attack of the Clones. He just misses. When he's fighting Obi-Wan on Kamino, he shoots his rocket. Does he's like he? on he's like on top of something and he like is like on all fours, like he oh, bends yeah, over yeah. and he like does, fires yeah. it. Yeah, because he's like crab yeah. walking up the fucking wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I thought it was fucking sweet that he brought down the little visor, mm -hmm. locked on, and then 
shot it off of his back. That was so cool. Yeah, the whole the whole system it worked really it worked really well for how clunky Star Wars technology can be. It right. it, it just made sense. It was nice. So sweet. Yeah, it, it's nice to see a fully functional. Because doesn't Boba Fett's tracker <coughs> thing come down in the Last Jedi or not the Last Jedi? Jeez, the uh, Return of the Jedi, but he never gets to use it. Isn't that what he's doing when Boba Fett? Boba Fett. Or no, he's raising his arms. He's using he's using his gauntlets ready I think to he's fuck something on. up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think we see him use his little viewfinder, whatever the fuck you call it. Also, you have a helmet on. Why isn't that just built in? Why do you need an extra thing on the outside? Because you, you got you, you have a like targeting on, computer. Yeah, basically. but you have a targeting computer on your face. <laughs> don't you? Well, you should know. You just read Republic Commando. They the, describe how it works. It's like a whole heads up display inside their face. The Republican, yeah, the commandos, they, they they update that shit. It's crazy. It's like a yeah. firmware update and everything's so <laughs> yes. fucking crazy. Um, I was going to say one more thing. Oh, and seeing them in live action flying around in the jetpacks is really, really cool. And they did it well. It looked awesome. Well, we see that in the second or third episode when when uh, he's saved by the rest of the mandos. Yeah. When they all come flying it. But it is fucking intense. There's yeah. there's such a tone set when you see these fucking jetpacks used in a like right. a military sense. It's right. so crazy. And even during the battle against the crate dragon, yeah. It's so it's so uh it's such an advantage. Yeah. For the warrior or the whatever you want to call your soldier. Oh yeah, you could just zip or zip around well, the battlefield. The fucking dragon acid breath shit that was coming out, everybody else was getting <laughs> fucked. That was I did not expect that at all. Last last on my list of what the fuck's gonna happen was and then Crate Dragon breath. just vomits on everybody. Oh my god, <laughs> venom or no? Well, There's not venom. It's uh, I thought it was just like acid. Yeah, I don't know. Bile, poison. I just had some some bad uh, roosters. Yeah. Just trying to season the sand people before he eats them. Season them. <laughs> well, Crate Dragon is what you said. So I mean, that's that's huge. I feel like I don't know what the true. Um, I don't want to say origins, but like the crate dragon usually wasn't an underground beast, right? Well, I mean, the only thing I knew about the crate dragon was literally Kotor, just the skeletons, and yeah, it was like skeletons on the top of the sand, and or it was just like a big lizard thing, much more like an actual dragon. Dragon, right? Um, a sand dragon makes fucking sense, dude. Makes perfect sense. They went, totally tremors. They went full, yeah. They, it was like Tremors. it was like new age teenage mutant ninja turtles where they t- it, there weren't fun loving turtles they're like monsters yeah plus a little tremors they took this drag crate dragon what it used to be made it a fucking new demon thing and put it in the tremor sand and you're yeah. like oh yep. my god because you walked up to the the crate dragon in Kotor and while it's big it's not like. City that size. That that thing was like yeah. a small city. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm gonna look up Kotor Crate Dragon. Really well, quick, just also to refresh yes, my memory. Just just to add to the size of it, the fact that they suggested that it was eating the Sarlacc pit, the Sarlacc that was in the pit. Yeah, like that's that looks kind of goofy now. <laughs> it looks terrible. <laughs> they just like that's we'll just pull a dragon image from a different game and just pop it in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's literally just a dragon. So yeah, it's an interesting change, and I thought once the uh, once the crate dragon gets a little further out of the sand, like its head and neck had a little more of uh, a little more. It was a little more defined. It wasn't just like a a sandworm or anything. 
but you, it's obviously hard to tell that until it actually like you know pops its whole head out. But yeah, it was cool. The size, the size compared. I'm so happy they made it. Like, obviously they're not gonna go out and make like a beast that isn't formidable. Like this, the Mandalorian's a serious yeah. series. That uh, if they're gonna make a beast and they're gonna struggle with it, it's gonna be fucking formidable and it's gonna have fucking secret power acid coming out of its tongue face. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Dude, that was. I'm telling you, so crazy. They did so much, so well with a lot of the fan service in in this first episode. The crate dragon alone, the crate dragon pearl, a lot of the small stuff was great. But the fact yeah. that it fucking shoots acid is still blowing my mind. Like, it makes so much clunky, sense. Clunky. It 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 it, does, it it is extremely clunky. Star Wars <laughs> is clunky. What does it make sense though? For why are you stuck on the? I'm just the, saying, uh, dragons breathe fire. Dragons breathe. Ice dragons oh, have yeah. that that power, and this one has acid breath. Like it's makes sense. It's it it's from digesting dumb. the sarlacc. <laughs> I, you know, let me ask you something though. I'm ready for it. Let's do it. I'm asking you away. If it breathed fire, would you? How oh, would you have turn, felt? I would have turned off my Apple TV. Really? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just being dramatic. I think if it breathed fire, I, th- I would have been 100% down with that too. Because it just makes sense in my in my mind. Maybe. Like, yeah. Oh, dragon breathes fire. I don't, yeah, you don't have to even An underground it. dragon. It's a subterranean but dragon. But it's on a desert planet. Of course it breathes fire. I don't know. I think the acid does make more sense now that you've explained it to me. Clunky as it <laughs> might be. Don't listen to me. Clunky as it may be, I think the acid breath makes sense. Yeah, it was just... It, it was a nice... Uh, a nice addition to the gargantuan issue that a crate dragon is, yeah. um, and a clearly a hidden one because not even the Tuscan Raiders knew about it. They're like, "Oh shit, he's right. breathing out used McDonald's fryer oil. <laughs> what the fuck is this shit?" <laughs> no, man, I got so huge Kotor vibes when they were getting ready for the crate dragon because they walk up to its cave and it's like, "Okay, that's literally the scene from Kotor. Like that's the same cave. Mm-hmm. It looks exactly the same." It's the same cave. There's just not some jackass twilight there trying to, you know, hunt it. And then you they end up using Bantha for bait, which yeah. is hilarious. You do the same thing. And then once they kill it, they end up getting the crate dragon pearl. It's just like, "Fuck, man. That's so great. That's so awesome." It 17, is, 18 years later. It is um just rewarding, you know. Yeah, it's like, is it? It's a, it's a nice, it's a nice nod. It's a, it's a very, very nice nod. We yeah. get to see the same scene again played out in a very cool way. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy with it. Yeah, very, I'm very happy with it. Good. Did you think so when uh, Mando meets the marshal in the bar? Do you think they went a little too hard on the like the Western feel? You know, I, like I loved it. Like as he was coming into town, it's like, oh, the cowboy's on his horse, like walking through, and he looks left and right, and people are staring at him. Doors are shutting and closing, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then when the marshal walks in, they're kind of staring each other down, and then they do the shot by the holster on his hip, and it's like his hand is right there, and I was like, all right, we're going straight Clint Eastwood now. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, it was nice, but I thought, eh, okay, it's a little clunky. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I was happy with it. I'm happy yeah. with it. Again, clunky, clunky slash forced. That's what Star Wars is. It's gonna just they're they're gonna do a, a gunslinger episode, a fun western. They're gonna shove it in your face, 
put sand and gunslinger and shootouts and, and, and small town and and it's just it's it's gonna be it's gonna be way too hard as uh, Brian Quinn says. Um, <laughs> it's a space western samurai show. It is. It is spiritually too. Spir- and religiously and spiritually, it's a space fantasy western tax. Jedi it's samurai. About taxes too. Tax trade federation. <laughs> tax. It's about trade. A lot of it's about trade. <laughs> um. Hey, trade and taxes and embargoes and blockades back in the Western day when they were building the railroads, that was real. So yeah. Lu- Lucas wasn't far off, let's be honest. If I had to be overly critical like Obi-Wan... Um, and you done never listen to what I'm saying? I, I think they did go a step too far in doing the blaster like standoff inside the thing. I think it could have been nice where like Din grabs him like by the armor or something by the shirt, and then the, yeah. the, the place starts rumbling. But the fact that they yeah, were ready right. to murder each other was like, right. eh, come on. Like, you guys just met, and Din's not a bad guy, so he's not going to fucking murder you over this shit, which he's not even blood-related to, supposedly, right. you know, right. at this point that we know. So it's like, but yeah, whatever. That's where the interesting stuff with Boba comes in, and I'm excited to hear, because I think there's more to being a Mandalorian than the race. Yeah. It has more to do with the creed. Which I'm not a hundred percent clear on the like the stipulation as far as it goes in like Clone Wars and Rebels, but I feel like there's a general sense that like, oh, Jango and Jango and Boba aren't true Mandalorians. They're just like you Wait, know picking up the. Why isn't Jango a true Mandalorian? It has something to do with something that uh, Lucas said when he was working on the Clone Wars. Oh, that they were like acting like Mandalorians, but they weren't true Mandalorians. Or maybe so they I'm broke ho- off from the Creed. Like they, they did something wrong and they, they still have the armor. And well, I think even, especially uh, the fact that Django worked with the cloners and worked with the Jedi, I think was yeah. part of the reason why he was shunned. And because they, they weren't supposed to do that. One, I don't think they were supposed to get involved in the, in the political game of the Republic. So that yeah. might have been the reason that they're like, you're not a true fucking Mando. Step the fuck off. Shitting all so over I'm really creed. looking forward to like a conversation between Boba and Din Djarin. Give me your ritual something. tuning fork. You got to have it back. G flat is not having it. Exactly. Yes. Yes. God, um, I'm telling you right now that the, this Mando in general, the whole the whole series so far has just collided Star Wars fandoms from every corner. We've got the tuning fork. We've got we've got R five. We've got Boba. We've got the pit droids. We've got Anakin's fucking pod race. It's all shoved. Oh, how it's, did I forget about the all, pod racer dragster? It's all shoved in. We're on Tatooine again. Like it's all shoved in, and that's what I mean by it, clunky. But it's 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 smooth. It's smooth enough in a in a story sense. In a story sense, I'm saying in production, it's like what else do we have around R five? Put them in there, like why the fuck? Not? <laughs> that that feels clunky from from like a, a setting place. But like like when I first watched it, I was like, "Is that Anakin's pod racer?" And then I thought to myself, "They wouldn't do that." And then I kept looking at it. I was like, "That's totally, Anakin's, totally would do that." That's yeah. Anakin's pod racer. <laughs> yes. and, it, and you know what? I'm not gonna lie. It pissed me off at first. Like I'm was happy. <laughs> I was happy to see it. I was absolutely happy to see it on screen. Absolutely. Good, so but the fact that. Of course, we have to see this again. I love that it was repurposed. I love that it's on screen. But the fact that they had to put it in and felt clunky, that's that's what I'm saying. I just They didn't have to do that. 
They did that because it's fucking awesome. By the way, as much as you keep talking about clunky and smooth, I feel like <laughs> you have two different jars of Star Wars peanut butter, and one's yeah. clunky and one's smooth. I don't know where you're going with it's that. A, it's a whole bunch of jar jar peanut butter. I, I feel like what you're trying to say when you say clunky is that it's kind of like hodgepodge. Forced. But I think it's, it's smooth because I don't, I, don't, I don't think it feels forced. It's forced. It, it's it doesn't absolutely feel, forced. It doesn't feel like the doctor dude in the alley on Rogue One that says, you better watch yourself. We're wanted men. Oh, it's worse than that. That is forced. It's worse than that. Get out of here. It's worse than that. No way. It's way worse than that. Not absolutely only, not. Not only do we have to see R5, which is... Look, I I like the fact that they're in there. But we don't have to see R5. She just asked the the droid over in the corner for some schematics. You but don't know you it's know, R5? But you know, it is R5. You see the motivator. No, I meant we know it's R5, but it's not like, hey, everybody, pay attention. It's R5 that you all know from A New Hope. Are you kidding me? They focus what? in on the fucker. She says R5 and says that he's all I fucked know. up. But we what I'm saying know. is if you don't know that and you're just watching it, it's just a droid in the I, corner yes. that has schematics. You're right. It you're doesn't right. take you out of the story. You're right. You're right. With the mere fact that they have... Uh, the Easter eggs in there. I'm just saying, I love the fan service, but don't only do fan service, which is what they're doing. I enjoy it. I like it. The fact that everywhere I look is something that I recognize is fun. But it I agree. also, but it also, every time we're on t- fucking Tatooine, something of Luke's, something yeah. of uh, of Anakin's, something of uh, it's always thrown in, and you're like, dude, this is an entire world. Think about Earth, like coming across one item. Of someone else's from fifty years ago, for, on on a, a complete cool. other side, you'd it, be overjoyed. You you'd would be, be your but pants. The, the the odds of it are crazy. That's why it'd you, be so cool. You know what? It would have been fun too. Like not putting Anakin's pod racer there. Put another background pod racer that were like would be an actual Easter egg, like Gascano's or some like someone that like. Of course, it just had to be Anakin. Is my is my is my yeah, gripe. Of course. I love that it's there, but of course it had to be Anakin's. I don't, <sighs> I don't know. I, I agree with you. I don't want it to be overdone. And I feel like they've really just hit right up to that threshold. Oh, they went way beyond it. And I enjoyed the episode. It's probably my favorite episode so far because of, I would agree with because that. of what happens. It's Western. It's KOTOR. We get some sprinkled in prequels, yeah. original trilogy. It's, it's great. <laughs> But everywhere, that entire episode was fan service. I guess I'll give you that the Anakin pod racer engine is a little far. Because R5, at least when Luke goes to Mos Eisley to take off, he sells the droids. Yeah. So it stands to reason that that droid's still fucking around there 10 years later. Yeah. You're like, if you really want to walk through it, it's like Anakin's pod racer is what, 70 years old at this point? The fact that one, that it's still there. Two, that this guy has it. Three, that it hasn't been bought and raced again and destroyed is a— It probably re- was. That's why he repurposed it for a speeder. I, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying you can't connect the dots, but the fact that the dots do connect is ridiculous to me. That's the, probably the best way I can say it. I'm not okay. mad that the dots connect, but the fact that they do, that they went to that length to connect the dots is kind of—it's a stretch. It's a stretch. Okay. That's what I mean by clunky. It's a stretch. The fact that mm-hmm. we're— it, you guys get it. You guys get it. So I now we got shut the fuck up. Stretch, clunky, and smooth Star Wars peanut butter. It's all. It's all good. You need some laugh taffy. We got it. Peanut butter laugh taffy. <laughs> um, no, it, it, and the fact that they, it was repurposed into like a side saddle thing, fucking epic. epic. I love it. I love it. Yep. The repurposing of, of, of a pod racer engine. Also, 
fucking crank it up. You can go a lot faster than what you were doing. I was like, say. <laughs> <laughs> you just uh, crank some nitro out of that thing. Yeah. No, so, that was cool. Um, the, uh, what, the, we, the one we, thing I will, it was kind of annoying. And I know they had to put it in there. The whole back and forth, it felt like the holiday special of listening to the, the, the Wookiees grunt at each other for a half hour straight. The whole Tuscan Raider oh, conversation. Yes. I was like, I know it has to happen. I'm not yes. mad that it's here, but like Jesus, oh, 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 and then little hand things. And you're like, right. Can we just, they can went, we shoot the There things? was, yeah, like two minutes <laughs> too much of that. Yeah. And I, yeah. again, you had to do it. They don't speak. Basics but see, that's funny because that goes back to Kotor as well. Because there's that soul, whole subplot on Tatooine mm-hmm. where it's like, dark side you can kill the same people, light side you can try to make peace with them. Just because you can't understand them doesn't mean that they're evil. Well, you also had to have a translator, Droid. You had to have HK with right. you to understand right. them. So, so now Mando versus HK. Which one would you want as your sidekick? HK. I don't know. Meatbags. Mando. Humans are immensely superior to droids, as we've seen. Uh, have you met HK? He's much. Superior. I did. I just met HK this morning. Actually, I accidentally <laughs> paid full price for him. Did you really? Was, yeah, I was scrolling through the fucking dialogue way too quick, and I Four hit the grand? first yes. one, and it was oh, just like, man. "That sounds great." <laughs> Fuck. And I walked out of that droid shop with eight credits. <laughs> eight. <laughs> great. I was so annoyed. That's I what, guess I could have reloaded and got dark side points, but that's that's one of my uh, least favorite dark side points. You have to yell at that dude. I you know, like, poor Thorian. He's just trying to make. He just, has one piece of inventory, and you're. <laughs> Healing it from him. <laughs> the poor guy. I've got to feed my family. Fuck your family. I can kill half of your family. Then you only have to feed half of them. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> Significantly cuts down your grocery bill. Isn't that right? Give me the fucking droid. Give me the fucking droid. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> Fuck. That's, yeah. Um, God, yeah. So, uh, Mando season three. Two, 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 two. Season two. three. Uh, yes. Off to a good, 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 good start. Um, what did you think when he, so first of all, when he lined up the Bantha with explosives yeah. <laughs> and he was why don't leading they just do the Kray Dragon the, from towards the, it. Yeah. Yes. First of all, why don't you do that to start? But second of all, I was wondering why he didn't just like wait till the Kray Dragon was right there and then just jetpack away and let the Kray Dragon eat the Bantha and then blow it up. Like, did he have to go inside of it and then blast out of it like Boba Fett? Yeah. Well, yeah, he went straight men in black. Uh, K goes inside the the insects. Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, it it was a nice also callback to its own series where where he uses that stun rod uh, against that walrus that's chewing on the the ship at the beginning of the first season. Yep. Um, No, it was a nice callback. I agree. Again, of course, he had to been swallowed. Joan on the whale. Yeah, it, it... it's Star Wars. Of course, he's going to get swallowed. That's, that's now. Disney, of course, trying to push their agenda into everything. Now it's like Pinocchio and the whale. Yeah. Except he actually killed it. Yep. Yep. Um, I have no thoughts about it. It's it's more of like, a, of course, he's going he's gonna to escape. It's almost like the Sarlacc, the Boba Sarlacc pit escape that we never saw, that we always wanted. Right. We, we saw this dude get eaten. He got out, blew the fucking demon up. We're, but we're how? Gonna, yeah, yeah. What's your thought? Speaking of, um, I just had a vision of them doing a flashback in a future episode of Boba getting out of the uh, Sarlacc pit. What's your thought about the flashbacks? Like where you had the marshal kind of telling his whole story, how he got the armor. Are you a fan of flashbacks in the show? I I do like flashbacks in a general sense. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love it. Um, the fact that you would pigeonhole yourself in a, in, in telling a story because you don't want to do a flashback is dumb. Um, 
Now I do I do like the just pushing it forward. Keep you can reference a bunch of stuff and we'll do one offs and, and it's fun. But you know, this is on uncharted territory. Of course we need to see a, a, a dude, a two two minute, one and a half minute uh, backstory of oh I got drunk, got beat up, picked up these crystals, Jawa saved me, got the armor done. Like, okay, fine. Fine. Yeah. Now uh, the flashback was a little long. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um but yeah, you literally could have man, how brutal too. Uh, that the we, they show the Death Star blowing up, and like literally thirty seconds later, everybody's being fucking murdered, and you're like, "Fuck!" Jesus. And that's how that's 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 a crazy time. That that says a lot about the time of the fall of the Empire. Mm-hmm. Like for how much the Empire is evil, there was a certain sense of order and structure there. That as soon as as soon as the the main enemy goes down, now it's all mayhem. The miners just use their blasters to murder your entire town. And you right. don't even have stormtroopers to come in and, like, settle things. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, well, uh, the- Brennan, uh, is, uh, I, I guess he's not happy with the, the flashbacks because he doesn't need to know the narration part of it, just the visuals. Well, if you have the, if you don't have the narration, then you don't know what's happening, really. What if, what if it was the other way around? What if it was just narration? He just says, hey, look, well, that's usually how it is. It's like referenced in dialogue. Yeah, uh, maybe they so, just so don't. you don't get the full picture. Yeah, I don't know. It's okay. I mean, it's a storytelling device. I just think, I think Star Wars has never did flashbacks, and now since Last Jedi, they've been a little liberal with the flashbacks. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just think for how many characters that are going to come and go in the series of, of what is going to end up being the whole Mandalorian. The 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 flashback is is the only reason that the marshal matters because the flashback right. is the key to how he got and explaining the Boba Fett armor. Right. And right. now going forward, the only thing that matters is the goddamn Boba Fett armor and Boba Fett. So the marshal character himself, while he might be cool, you know, doesn't matter in the long long term. He's so, a means to an end. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So the flashback is not for the marshal; it's for the Boba Fett armor. Clearly. So, yeah. um, it I man, I was like. As soon as the, he went into the, the flashback, I was like, oh, my God, are we going to actually see him find Boba Fett and steal his armor? That's what I was going through in my mind. I was like, this dude comes across a fucking dying Boba Fett. Right. In the like sand. he called out, but he was like, he's yeah, dead. Yeah, and like yeah. stole his shit. But I was like, oh, that would have been a little more brutal. <clears throat> so speaking of Boba Fett, since that's what I'm most hyped about, how, how do we think he's going about his life on Tatooine. You think he's been, like, tracking down his armor and, like, just found him as the Mandalorian found him, and he was just kind of, like, watching them fuck with the crate Dragon from afar? Boba Fett is one of the smartest human beings of all time. While we don't ever see him that <laughs> come to fruition... Um, I just love that phrase. He's the smartest person ever. We have no uh, actual evidence of that, but I'm just telling you. <laughs> he's the smartest bounty hunter there is. That's how they, he's been played up, but... uh I really, really think if they're going to play Boba Fett the way he should be played. Yeah. Boba Fett is using his own armor as a way to track what's going on. If someone comes looking for the armor and finds it, now he's now he's going to track his own armor. Who has it? Where are they going? Because there's a, right. the, it, you're leading to higher and higher levels of importance and or what's actually going on. The fact that it, someone is looking for Mandalorian armor and found his... Right means, and he also stays on the under the radar because people think he's dead still. Yeah, exactly. And I, th- I think he's using it as bait. He's using yeah. his own armor as bait. He's watching it. The the marshal ain't doing shit, so he's just keeping an eye on the marshal. And as soon as Mandalorian shows up, he's like, 
You know All what right. I just thought of? All right. Things are getting interesting. You know what I just thought of? What's that? Boba comes to Jabba's palace in episode six to get ready. He brings Han Solo, mm-hmm. and then he's there, mm-hmm. and then he dies. Well, where is Slave One after he dies? Well, he doesn't die anymore. Now we know that. Sorry. Well, Slave after One's- he goes into the Sarlacc pit, like where is where did he park his ship? Does it get impounded, or can he go like? I'm sure does he we'll have Slave see it. One. I'm sure it'll be in the second episode. They're gonna shove it in the. Just- everybody's gonna be flying <laughs> as Slave One. Because I just had a vision of him not. Um, meeting the Mando yet in episode two, but this like slave one kind of sneaking out of the shadows and like tracking uh Mandalorian ship the way he does in so you're, like episode five. You're straight suggesting that Boba Fett still has his ship. Well, it, I just had the vision just popped in my head and I was curious like what happened to slave one after episode six. No, it's not a, it's not a huge jump to conclusion. I, I mean, we're jumping that this is Anakin's fucking pod racer. That's the harder jump than suggesting that Boba Fett still has his own ship. If he, if he lives through the Sarlacc, well, obviously he does. The first thing would be like, well, where's my shit and where's my yeah. ship? He's got to get all of his supplies, yeah. Yeah. Or, or you know, get situated and then find your stuff. Because um, I'm imagining that he's not just like, if he has an in with Jabba, I'm sure he's not parking his shit in Mos Eisley and carrying the Carbonite all the way to Jabba's palace. I'm sure he has like a special garage door in Jabba's <laughs> palace and he's parked out back. Well, just, just like everybody else, you park in the outskirts and then you take a speeder in. Oh yeah, that could be true. Yeah, so, he's prob- can you he fit probably fit a carbonite slab onto a speeder. He probably hit it. He probably straight up hit it somewhere. That's what I'm thinking. In some yeah, canyon, so- and then took like a speeder on the way in. This is this is frozen Han. Take him up. He's fine. He's my best friend. Uh, so yeah, I mean that that's just kind of what popped in my head. I was like, had a vision of uh, the Razor Crest taking off of Mos Eisley, and then Slave One just kind of slinks out of the shadows and tracks it through hyperspace. That would be interesting. Or it's like poetry. He could pull, it's like they rhyme. He could pull a straight Obi Wan and hide on the Razor cor- Crest. True. I think I, I seriously think that could be a. Uh, you brought him here to kill me. He, that that might be it. He might literally slip onto the Razor cor- Crest somehow. Dude, you know what? I just had a crazy fucking thought. What if he slips onto the? Go ahead. No, you go ahead. What if he slips onto the Razor Crest, commandeers his own. Armor and confronts the Mando, Din Djarin, in full armor. Yeah. And it's like, hey, fucker. Well, see not how full. it fits me and doesn't fit you? That's why it's, it's mine, missing, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's missing half of it. I wonder if he has part of it. Like, he, he, he he's it. missing half of the suit of armor. Yeah, was there knee pads or something involved? Or? Uh, I don't know. It's The Mandalorian armor is kind of weird because it's like, you know, yeah, that's best car and everything, but... Your arm is you showing. Know, you're only it's only half covering you. You literally your arm, your sides, and everything from the waist down, bitches, is wide open. Yeah. Like let me see a picture of Boba Fett here. Can I d- no, now they're all Cobb Vanth. Thanks a lot. I just want Boba Fett's armor picture, like actual Boba Fett. Here you go. And the fact that this might be a stupid question. Has it always been known that uh Boba Fett's armor was uh Baskar Steel? Um, I'm just assuming if it's a Mandalorian armor that it is Beskar, yeah. Yeah, so like his arms and his thighs and his shins are completely exposed. Huh. <laughs> I guess I I guess I never paid that much attention to it. Yeah. Versus well, that's the Mandalorian's old armor. Where's his new shit? Yeah. I, I mean, mean this bro- is the same way. You stay very yeah. mobile, but you have, you know, your your pieces. <laughs> 
got the giblets covered up. He does have more. It looks like more knee and leg protection, though. Do we have a one one of him standing here? It looks like he has at least like shin guards of some. Yeah. Hmm. I was curious if Boba's like, if he was missing part of it, or if he was gonna like try to hodgepodge it together with some some old shit. Mando's probably got his old armor laying on the ship somewhere. How do you feel about if I had to ask you, Mudhorn or the Mythosaur? Which one do you like better? Oh, I mean, the Mythosaur is cool, but the fact that there's a signet and a whole ritual behind it, and he got it for a reason because that was part of his like quest to find the child. Mm -hmm. I thought was fucking cool. Like, if that's the rule for the Mandalorians, then now we're assuming that Boba Fett killed a Mythosaur at some point, or did something along those lines. See, I, I like the Mudhorn man. I do. I've just physically. For aesthetic reasons, I love the way it looks. I love the way it looks, man. It's yeah. cool. The the meaning behind it just adds to the the lore. But uh, the Mythosaur cool. is just like a skull. The 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 Mudhorn is like. Oh, Brendan's uh, pulling up information from Battlefront Two. Uh, Slave One is on Takodana in Maz's palace. So he still has to have the ship. Yeah, because he's tracking. Han Solo again, right? Whoa, in the whoa, campaign whoa, of Battlefront whoa. 2, when you play as Han Solo for a little bit. Oh, I have no fucking clue. He's already separated from Leia, and he's getting drunk on Maz's palace, and then he has to escape in the Falcon. Mm. Slave 1 is there. And then when you play the multiplayer map on Takadana, Slave 1 is parked there in that one little area. How much... So, how, but that's that's... That's near episode seven. We're we're way beyond that, right? Like, because Mando's happening like ten years no, this before is, that, right? Correct. Yeah. So, I'll, but I'm assuming based on that, then he does have slave. He one does and get he it gets back it at, back at some point. Yeah, he does get it back at some point. So and maybe we'll see gets, that in the show. And obviously, he gets his armor back too. That's what yeah. they we're suggesting. So, yeah, it's I'm ready. uh, it's there in canon story mode. Yeah, I'm ready. you know, is that really a canon? I don't know. If you want, it is. Um, so speaking of Battlefront 2, let's look ahead to the rest of the season. Any surprise cameos that you're predicting? Obviously, we know about Ahsoka and Bo-Katan, but there's also been speculation of uh, Iden Versio making an appearance. I think that'd be pretty interesting. I just Luke Skywalker, don't... young version recast. This is this is how good they're doing. I have no idea. I really have no idea. They could literally pull from any fucking where. That's true. If they put Luke in there, I wouldn't be surprised. They did the ballsiest move of all time and put a fucking baby Yoda in the very first episode. <laughs> right. I mean, he's I like the second main character. No yeah. joke. I would I, I would have thought they would have put Luke Skywalker in this by now instead of a goddamn baby Yoda. I can't believe also, they did that. Yeah. Also, yeah, if you had pitched that idea to me before Mandalorian came out, I would have laughed you out of the room. For sure. I would have been like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Is basically we're having Yaddle 2.0. Thanks a lot. That's what I would have thought. But it works. Mm -hmm. So who knows? I mean, and if I would never have guessed in a million years they would put a crate dragon in the show. That's the biggest nod. It is nice that they are acknowledging all that. Uh the the how close Well, technically that goes all the way back to a new hope. Because there is a skeleton there on Tatooine. But, yeah, but more that, Kray Dragon shit that we get, obviously, is in KOTOR. Yeah. Well, yeah, I love the fan service. I do. It just... 
That's yeah. why it's Star Wars because it's so much fucking fan service. That's that's the 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 breadth that Star Wars has become is ridiculous, and the fact that they have all of these options to pull from. All, all of the trilogies. All, I mean, we're pulling from 2003 Star Wars games. That's what we're pulling from. That's fun. P- it's fucking fun. Everything. It's yeah, it's great. Fucking fun. Oh, what was I thinking about the other day? Oh, the fact that we might see Boba Fett cross paths with Ahsoka, like, doesn't work in, in my in my brain. Right. Boba Fett is original trilogy. Ahsoka is not even prequels. She's in cartoons, dude. And the right. fact those two may be colliding here is a dude. ridiculous suggestion. Now, I, I think in some of the uh, Clone Wars stuff, they do kind of cross paths when they're younger. Because I know Boba Fett's like taking up all the bounty hunters as a kid and, and racing around and doing some fun shit. And then there's frogs and stuff. But Yeah, he infiltrates and tries to get revenge on Mace Windu. I don't particularly remember him crossing paths with Ahsoka, but it's like the right there. And the fact right. that they could cross paths this many years later after everything that's happened. Oh yeah. And then dude, it's crazy. No joke, they could be teaming up. Is is a ridiculous suggestion that it's just bringing cartoon characters and original trilogy characters together with this and novel characters, Cobb Vance from Aftermath. Yeah, it's it's, it's insane. fun. It it is really fun. It is fun. Uh, I just I thought he looked so fucking badass when we saw him at the very end. When they just peel away and you see his face, Tamara Morrison, scarred up in his garb. Well, you see the smaller like picture here to the left here. It's not a, t- a great picture, but yeah, he looks kind of fucked up. Like he he was actually in the fucking Sarlacc's belly for like a day, being slowly. <laughs> God, he looks like a fucking savage, man. I'm so excited. I just, it's the most, I think the reason I'm so excited about Boba Fett is just because of the actor, Tamara Morrison. I just, he just embodies the clones and the Mandalorian so much in my mind. Like whenever, all the time I was reading Republic Commando, obviously they're all clones, but I was just picturing Tamara Morrison's face murdering everything. Oh yeah. What are you laughing at? You get, what are you doing? So, you get so hyped. <laughs> I do. I'm sorry. He's one of my favorite actors in Star Wars. It's like, I, God just, damn. It's it's hilarious how hyped you get. I know. I I'm, I'm I'm like a little kid. I can't wait. You're just like I don't really care about the rest of the show, but the fact that there's a clone <laughs> on screen. There's seven million of him. There's seven million. Yeah, and you get excited for every seven million of them. <laughs> hey, is that a clone over there? <laughs> yeah, there's there's a hundred yes. million of them. Yeah, but there's another yes. one right over there. See him? <laughs> they all look awesome. Uh, again, I just thought it was nice the again, way they went about it. Again, they're pulling shit from a crazy corner of Star Wars uh, and just throw, tossing it in there. The fact that they have this at the at their discretion, Tamir Morrison is still like down for it and still loves all this stuff. And the yeah. fact that you know he still age wise would be perfect for to play a Boba Fett now. Exactly. Is a ridiculous thing. Yeah. Is a ridiculous thing, and it's it's fun. You know the same thing. What, what they did with the sequel trilogy. You have Mark Hamill at your discretion. Let's fucking do him and make him uh, uh, an old bastard, and you know he's he's war torn and, and and pissed off. Let's do it. I'm ready, man. I'm ready for all of it. Now, where, when, and how are we going to see the first lightsaber ignition in in the Mando? Do you count the dark saber? No, it's not a lightsaber. I know, it's a darksaber. I said lightsaber. 
How? It's a saber. Is it going to be Ahsoka's? It's a saber that ignites. Is it going to be Ahsoka's? Um, what if Ahsoka's not the first Jedi we come across? I mean, there's so many suggestions. That's what I was trying to piece together. I mean, we talked about that nonstop the past like month and a half leading up. It's just like the Jedi are so in ruins and in hiding. Who's going to pop up? But yeah, I think it makes sense that it's Ahsoka. Although I could also picture Ahsoka coming into the picture and not fighting and being more of like a mentor and like helping him puzzle things out and not actually getting into a fight. Yeah. Because I feel like by the, yeah, I just feel like she's, I don't know. It's funny how it all begins with, I can protect you. I can't fight a war with you. And then like eight, eight movies later, they're fighting wars all over the fucking place. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We'll keep us of the peace, not soldiers. Oh, man. By the way, let me train you in, in war and combat, just in case. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> this thing cuts people in half. I'm not There's here to fight you. forms though. of martial arts. You have to do all this physical conditioning, battle plan, strategy, flying. You have to know all of it. Youngling having. You have to train in a starfighter. It's a Jedi starfighter. It's made just for you to fight people and kill it's them. It, the fighter. <laughs> it's not a, it's a Jedi name. defender. You're not flying around on a defender or a peacekeeper. Right. This is our peacekeeper right. with blasters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. That's why, like the old Wild West, uh, a peacekeeper was a fucking uh, yeah revolver. Yep, like yep. That, that's one way to one way to keep the peace, just to have the biggest stick. <laughs> that's it. Or a lightsaber. All right. Well, now we wait the the five long days for episode two. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, any any other final thoughts? I mean, it was a fun episode. No, it was great. Um, I'm a fan. Uh, yeah, wow. three out of three. I can't I can't believe they they went that far to put a crate dragon in. Uh, I mean, it's the exact scene in Kotor. I uh, it's. I, love I, it. I just can't believe they made it work. I guess is what I'm saying because uh, uh, it's so. I can. <laughs> I'm surprised, but I can totally believe it. I can't believe we saw Anakin's pod racer. It pisses me off and makes well, me happy at the same it, time. Baby. It's there. It's, it's fire up Disney Plus. So see it again. It's ridiculous. It's not it going still away. runs. It's the fastest ever. But he only yeah. goes 30 miles an hour on it. Well, he's got to slow down for the Mando. Doesn't want to lose him in the desert. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, quick thoughts for what's going to happen in the second episode. Are we going to see Boba Fett confront him? That's got to be I it. Have, I have a feeling that Boba Fett is going to start tracking the Mando and he's not actually going to meet him until like episode like four or five. Do we know the titles, the name, the titles for the episodes yet? No, no, they won't. They won't. What if they call it the, the mercenary? Nice. That'd be cool. The demon the cl or the clone, the cloner. Yeah. The bounty hunter, dude. Let's also not rule out the fact that if we see Ahsoka, we could possibly see Captain Rex as well. And can you imagine Tamara Morrison playing two roles playing in the same show roles. at the same time. No, it's a good it's a good point. Like Austin Power style. Rex wouldn't still be alive. Yeah, they confirmed through some back ass way in canon that he's at Endor for Return of the Jedi. Oh, okay. Because Ahsoka links up with him in Rebels when he's old. Mm -hmm. And he's all white and bearded. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So he's technically at Endor for Return of the Jedi. So a couple years after he's still alive. So I just assumed if Ahsoka rolls up, she's probably buddy-buddy with Rex. But hmm. it's just a possibility. We'll see. But, but yeah, I don't think we're going to see Boba next episode. I think we're going to have to wait for the payoff. 
Who are other characters that like are associated with Ahsoka that are still around? Just all the Rebels crew, Sabine Rebels. and Hera. Yeah, but I'm, that doesn't make me excited. <laughs> <laughs> to see them in live action would be fucking awesome, man. Well, yeah, no, I, I don't. It would be cool. I'm just trying to think. That, like Ahsoka's, she's the glue. She's the glue to the Star Wars universe. She's taken a, this prequels, the she's original trilogy, the, glue to the animated the, series. Oh, it's, it's everything's glued together. It's yeah. all glued together with her, and she's just been through it all. And it, it's fun that you know she changes with the trilogies. Now, obviously, we don't see her in the original trilogy, but she's in hiding, running, escaping, right. helping, the helping the yeah. rebels in the background. Like it's perfect. Uh, and in the in the prequels, she's learning. It's it's fun. Yeah. It's. I think last week in the chat, someone was saying uh, possibility of Ezra showing up in live action. That would be the one character that'd be like. I still need to. I need to catch him. I, I'm sorry, guys. Rebels just doesn't do it for me. I know there's important stuff, and Ezra I think is a deeper character than I know. I w- I would just go to Alex's channel. Just go to Star Wars Explained yeah, and just watch like the recap. Yeah. And then there's probably like eight episodes that you should watch the full way, yeah. full way through. Yeah, I got to the point where he was like being trained by by uh, Maul a little bit, and then. Yeah. Kanan went blind, bunch of shit, and so there's some yeah. turmoil there. I get it, but yeah, uh, I never, I never followed through. But no, I, I uh, to be honest, it was his lightsaber. Fuck him! I can't believe there's a blaster in his lightsaber. That's the most cartoon thing I've ever seen in my life. And you, I watched the first episode, and I was like, oh, this is Aladdin. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, that, that took me. That's from what turned me the off. Minute one, that took me out of the whole zone until. Um, Hair is pretty cool. Tatooine nights. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, is that a hookah in the background? I've had enough of this shit. <laughs> yes, that's exactly how I felt. Yep, yep. All right, well, let us know. Um, I, two questions out there. I I want to hear from you guys. Um, email us, who, you drunks. Who do you Brennan, think, who do you think is going to show up? Who do you think is going to show up in, in Mando? Not even episode two, just the rest of the season. Who? who, who? I didn't verse you. Who's a, who's a, a, a wild card out there? Darth Revan. Darth Re- mm-hmm. Make Ooh. it work. Make it work. Show them in. Show them in. They didn't, Cobb Vanth didn't go into the back of the Crate Dragon Cave. He didn't realize that there's a fucking star map back there, bro. That's what you need That's if it. you're going to bring the Empire back. Wouldn't that be the, the craziest thing about? of all time if they did put the smallest little shadow like way back there that you you would have to zoom in a million times on an 8K television to even see, but the fact that they put it there that, that they would suggest... This is the cave. This is it. They could go any fucking direction they want, my guy. That doesn't I even mean, hurt anything. Just to put like bro. the smallest little thing. All right. Think about this. Sorry. We're going on total, oh, yeah. total rabbit holes. All right. The first order gaining power is super mysterious because they're basically in hiding. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, we have basically the entire military of the empire and no one knew about it. What if by some way or another... There is a Star Forge in canon. They come across it, and that's how the First Order, over the course of a couple years, masses an entire army in the background. Or maybe no one knows. That's what the Emperor found, and that's how he built that Under Ice army. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, that's really dumb. Um, <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. The connection's there. Uh, but they could like they could tease that in The Mandalorian. It could come back somehow in the future. Just remember, Palpatine is Darth Bane. That's all that really matters. That's all that really matters, honestly. That means Drew Carpitian is George Lucas, basically. And we talk to George Lucas, basically. From a certain point of view. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, it's... Uh, they could literally do whatever. Um, they they yeah. need to create 
that level of epic though with the High Republic. I have I have high expectations. I, I feel bad saying that, but they're they're starting fresh. They're doing what they need to do. A new era, new everything. The only the only string along is going to be a younger Yoda, which is fucking bonus points plus. Yeah. Um, they need to make this epic. They do. They do. I, and the issue is that obviously there's going to be young adult stuff that's involved, comic stuff, fine. But the the adult books or novels or whatever that's in, included needs yeah. needs to hit the ground running. I, and I, I have high hopes. Yeah, especially after how good Mando has been, I have very high expectations. So yeah, please deliver Lucasfilm. Please deliver, deliver it. Uh, good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back um, maybe next week. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, also, shout out to our uh, to his newest patrons, uh, Turkey Sandwich, and also Rural Farm Boy. Rural Farm Thanks, Boy, guys, for, for signing up. And if you're curious and you want to sign up, uh, just go to Patreon.com/slash Rogue Squad Pod. Get in the group chat. Join the Minecraft server. Fuck around. We'll send you stickers and stuff. It'll yep. be a good old time. Grand old time. Yep. Yep. Um, and if you want to know where all this uh, your your proceeds go to, we've been uh, you know setting up different shit. Uh, we're doing uh, we're doing better videos, um, you know, different yeah. views, different editing, right. a bunch of different shit. So um, we are we are slowly over the goddamn seven years that nonsense has been <laughs> included. Uh, we are we are rounding up to seven years very quickly, uh, which is a, a crazy crazy feat. So couple couple months away. Definitely appreciate everybody's support. Uh, just go over there, check it out, and I would highly recommend uh, base base right off the bat. Just go to YouTube. And you can check the check out our videos and watch our fun faces and uh, yeah. kind of check out all that stuff. So live streams, live streams, good day, Galaxy. Oh, I think we are going to revive the um, <laughs> the gift exchange. We did a patron gift exchange not last year, but the year before. We're yeah. going to revive that. So if you want to get in before holiday season, join now, and then we'll uh, you can send Star Wars Legos to one of our friends. Yeah, I would uh, get, get make the cutoff at the end of November. Because uh, we got to get things situated and uh, and create the links of who's getting who what. Good day, Galaxy. By Thanksgiving. By Thanksgiving. By Life Day. By Life Day. That's the cutoff. What is Join by Life Day. When is Life right. Day? Uh, November 17th. November 17th. And that's when the Lego Christmas special comes out. So I'm excited for that. All right. Now we're actually ending the show. Goodbye. I love you all.